de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 41. Dirk. Dirk. I almost said rest in peace. Oh my God, thanks. Uh, Swish 41 is alive and well. Do you think he's retiring this year, though? I think so. Me too. I'm kind of sad. Same. I think it's the most emotionally attached I've ever been to an athlete. Sports. Yeah. All right. So, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my co-host, Robert Roger, <laughs> Rafael Tamayo. <laughs> Poor Pat's eyes got so big. Yeah. She accidentally called him Roger, Robert, Rafael earlier, yeah. and now we're running with it. Yeah. Um. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm also good. Good. This is going to be a great episode. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> um, everything is a lot, even if it feels like things are going well. So I, um, I, I need your help. Okay. Necesito tu ayuda. Okay. We're bilingual in this hoe, okay? Um, I need your advice. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. <laughs> I know y'all like when I go, wow, that's going to be inappropriate. Uh, I'm going to stop yeah. there. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's Yay. time for me mood. Go, Roger. So I, I'm still, I don't, I thought you knew this meme, but I guess you don't. So I'm going to play it for you. But I don't know it based off of what you wrote there, but maybe I do know I it. I feel like, yeah, okay, but it's Diez Tlacuaches. Uh, shout out to Mapu, they don't speak Spanish, but it's Tim Possums. <laughs> and, and it's a dude singing a song with like 10 baby possums on his arm. I've never in my life. Wait for it. Ew, that's a lot of freaking possums. <laughs> I think that's a really important PSA because people think they're dead when they're pet, like fake dead. Right. And then they're really good because they. <laughs> Who knew this main mood was going to get serious? Yes. So if you do see a pot or opossum, uh, is this math? Never math. mind. It's Nothing. math. Um, it's fine. Be kind. They're animals, and they're actually, you know, they, they provide much-needed balance in our environment. And the ecosystem. And the ecosystem. And you might think little baby tlacuaches are ugly, but I didn't know that's cute. how you called them. They're actually kind of cute. Yeah. Those tlacuaches are cute. Yeah. Uh, the possums in my hood were not cute. I've seen a whole family at my mom's house. But did she hold them all on her hand like this video? No, yes, but you don't remember the ones tlacuaches. that hung out from the tree? They were ugly. They were not cute. They were cute. hanging upside down. Anyways, that's a great me mood. Thanks for taking care of the environment all of a sudden. Just kidding. We're not fighting, you guys. That was all a joke for the podcast. <clears throat> all right. So my me mood for this episode is um, this silly video of somebody pouring sugar into what appears to be some kind of Kool-Aid. And the caption I saw said, 
God pouring a little bit of talent into Beyonce, but the whole <laughs> cube of sugar fell in. Um, it's just a great video because this poor child or young person was just trying to pour some sugar in their drink and the whole yeah. blob of yeah. sugar falls right in. Um, and that is my me mood. I just love it. I think it's funny and I feel it. That's a good one. Thanks. So now that we have our me moods, we can move on. We've been super busy already. Latinx Heritage Month is here. Where's my sound machine? Oh, sorry. It's fine. We don't need it. Um, but it's officially. That'll work. A little delayed. Sorry. We'll take it. It's fine. Um, it has officially started and we had quite the exciting weekend. We had a live podcast recording from the Latino Cultural Center. It's a little bit different than Oak Cliff Cultural Center. Shout out to everyone that showed up to the Oak Cliff Cultural Center and realized that we were literally actually, my yeah. mom. I felt so bad for her. But yeah, yeah there's so a few people that did that. So. A few people did come here first, but this is our home, Latino Cultural Center. We were able to visit for this event with the Dallas Mexican American Historical League. I almost said that weird, didn't I? You did, yeah. It's fine. We all make mistakes. Uh, but we were able to <laughs> chat with Juanita Nanez from the a member of D Mall, and then our good friend Giovanni Valderas, who actually helped um, curate the whole evening and the art exhibit, mm -hmm. and invited us to go and do a live podcast, and we had a lot of fun. So we'll recap that a little more later, um, but. We also had some friends in our last episode. We did. <laughs> we had Cindy and Mondo from Coco Andre here. And that was a lot of fun. The episode could have gone on for four years, I think. Yeah. So thank you to Cindy and Mondo for being with us in our last episode. And it's almost time to jump into our favorite segment. Yes. The Juice El Hugo. El Hugo, the juice. That's what it's called. Oh my God. It doesn't go by any other name. The juice, El Hugo. But before we jump into the juice, I want to ask you how Mexico went. Who went to Mexico? Both of y'all went. Don't be up here front like y'all ain't go to the motherland and experience a bunch of amazing stuff, but didn't make it to Museo Tamayo. Not going to lie. A little bit salty about Mexico that. City? But I told you I looked it up. It wasn't available. That's when to be. It wasn't available? It wasn't open. Oh, I was like, does that mean it just disappears? Y'all couldn't, couldn't be like, hey, I'm a representative with the American Embassy of Cultura. I mean, if you're at Tamayo, couldn't you hit up the Tamayo Museum and say, hey, my Y'all didn't ask. Y'all didn't ask. I, I hate you. So anyways, Pat was in Mexico for like a year. I was there for like <laughs> four days. A whole ass year. But it was really, for me, it was a different experience than for Pat, I think. Because she's returned a lot more frequently. And I, I guess I was in high school and then college. And so like I wasn't traveling very much in those times. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like a experience of like reconnecting with my roots which is like not that I disconnected but kind of seeing where my family came from sort of thing for me because right. I don't think I had really experienced that since I was four especially seeing the earthquake damage that kind of hit yes me. that part yeah. of my family because I've seen like my mom's family a little bit when I was like in middle school but I hadn't seen my dad's side since I was like a toddler so it was really interesting to connect that um learn different family traumas and different things that are really t 
tough and hard to deal with and also just reconnecting um with all that was really the diego beautiful. and frida studio is really cool bruh oh, cool y'all made it there Wow. That was one thing we so, you know, we had to be all indie because I'm with Pat. So she's like, we ain't going to the, the blue house. We're going to their studio. And I was like, that's fine because I don't want to wait for hours to get into this house. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do it one day, but not today. Um, I don't know. You just felt an energy there. Not to mention the fact that it was really funny that they're like super communist and it was like bougie as boutique stores right next door, like Starbucks and like right. Barney's type. Starbucks. Starbucks was there. Did you did you all run into any tlacuaches while you were down there? I ran into ten and I did not hurt them. Okay. Because they're good Thank for you. the environment. Thank you. We danced with them at the club. Do 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 do. Jesus. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um Yeah. I, I felt a presence in uh mostly Diego's house. I mean Diego's studio. I got which goose- he actually I had goosebumps being in there. Yes. And Diego died in there. Yeah. And we so also and the ghost. corner where his he cheated on Frida with her sister. Oh, fun. All his art is there. Cool. All like the pigments and original paint. Not all his art, but like all the, spider the pigments. A lot of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> I'm funny. Oh, you're funny today. I don't know. It was really interesting. That was really cool to see, because even though I do believe those people are overrated and I wonder what it would be like for them as communists, as people that like we're not trying to benefit off of the ways they're now being benefited. Oh, off of, yeah. Of course. It's very it's really fascinating to see. But to see where this person worked, <clears throat> like it still blows my mind because a studio is so personal and we mm. were in there and like it was just really I think that's how you have to measure the impact of like our icons and our heroes because right. you, you look at someone like Frida or Diego and yeah like y- y- this hyper like commercialized mm-hmm. version of them that we're dealing with is I'm sure you know a problem to to what they felt they they were really trying to contribute to the betterment of, of society. I mean, and it's the same with a lot of our heroes. Like, For sure. you know, they and, you know, I'm sure you, you can have your opinions on someone like Che Guevara. But there was that big time when he was being used to, you know, push T-shirts. And, That's so interesting, right? Yeah, that it comes in waves, yeah. though. Because, like, we've said it about Selena, where, like, when I was growing up, there was the movie hype initially and then it died out for a while. And it never was gone. It was never completely gone. But like in the last couple of years, it's really gone up again. And it was the exact same thing with Frida almost, where it was like it yeah. came back up when the movie came <clears> out. <throat> and then it kind of went up until a few years ago again. And I don't know if it's due to the Internet and social media or what, but it's really fascinating because then we want to subtract from how great they were because we're annoyed with the hype. Right. Which is really fascinating. Um, anyways, Shout out to the tour guides, they gave us some like, deep insight that we wouldn't have known. And they like known. they weren't even tour guides though. They were I mean, like, they were security oh, in the in the each room, and so like they would tell you like stand back, you uh, know, like they do. These were security guards. They were not tour guides by any means. Yeah, she said she learned read up on stuff. On she her free just time. read she on just, it. Like researched wow. because she was yeah. working in literally this man's art studio. Yeah. And she was like, I just read because I started asking her questions. And as soon as I asked her, she knew all this shit. And I was like, whoa, like I was asking one little measly question, but she really got in depth. And so I was like, you're amazing. I like you. And she was like, like she felt so she was so grateful because I guess I humanized her or something, which was another issue. Um, But that was really cool. Just being in the city was cool. I want to explore more. Oh, yes. We went to an amazing gay club with. Richardina, shout out that's fun it was <laughs> golly what's I wrong just, with you i'm salty because i didn't 
Because you didn't go? I didn't get to hang out with y'all. Aww. Shut Never. up. You can go. Let's go back. I actually want to go back. I want to go to Guanajuac. What, uh, I mean, Guanajuato. I want to go to Guanajuato and Oaxaca. She makes the two together. Guanajuaca. That kind of was cool, right? It was an accident. No, never say that. Your boy is from Guanajuato. They had the curry. Guanajuato? (laughs) Does he listen to De Calores radio? Oh, I need to go watch De Calores. No, but they had his clothes and there was the corrido de Diego and it was saying that like he supposedly came from Guanajuato. Supposedly? That's what it said on the corrido. Who? Okay, calm down, sis. Mira, do you see his face? (laughs) He's so serious. You claiming him? Come on, Diego. Anyways, Mexico was great. Pat, do you have any more to add? You were um, there longer than me. Uh, Richard was a really great tour guide showing me around, introducing me to musicians and peeps. So it was really cool and mm, somewhat don't inspirational. Leave Richard. Um, I, I really enjoyed spending time with him because I may not see him again until once he's in Chile. So I'd have to go visit him there. Um, but I also got to hang out with Magio, which I showed uh, videos to Rafa constantly of him. Magio Buzz. Magio Buzz. Like, if y'all aren't looking at his Instagram, he's doing some tricks all the time. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I did my song this episode with Richard. Yay. We covered a new song. So everybody check it out. What? I was channeling like my. What is happening? <laughs> Can we send that to Richard? We can't. My, I'll send it to Mahio Bus. You probably should. Where is this I from? Does, does, do you follow He me just back? has videos of himself doing so. magic. I would. Who, me? Yes, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, no. Uh, Jeff and Katie and Jonah from Prism Movement Theater, the people that I did uh, Bruno and Louis with, asked Bruno. me to send in a video for North Texas Giving Day. So, big shout out September 20th. You'll probably hear this afterwards, but. Um, it's a big day in North Texas where a lot of the nonprofits try to raise money and some organizations will match the donations. So organizations like Prison Movement Theater, Caramia, Teatro Dallas, a bunch of others raise money on that day. And so Jeff had asked me if I could do a little video shout out saying, hey, you know, Prison Movement Theater, blah, blah, blah. But since the show I did with them first was Midas and I had to do a bunch of magic tricks, I did a little magic trick for the. You did magic first and I missed it? I had to do so much for that show. I had to learn how to sword fight, ding, uh, beatbox <laughs> while playing a harmonica. Ding. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you're thinking really abstractly. Very. Um, I had to do some magic. Uh, big shout out to Trig Watson, who taught me, and he was super patient because I don't know what His name is Trick. Trig. And Oh, I thought his name was Magic. And his, <laughs> I mean, he was teaching magic. His name is Trick. I was like, man, you're brilliant. And I had, I, I mean, yeah, I had to do a bunch of other stuff that I had never done before, but it was really cool. And so I did a little magic trick, but okay. Back to, wow. I was like, let's make this episode last one hour. And here we are. (laughs) My favorite part about Mexico. One of them was whenever we had just finished um, being at the, at Purisima and (laughs) we were looking for tacos (laughs) and this is a big thing for me because I have lactose intolerance (laughs) And so, like, this is an everyday struggle. You know too much about me now, but <laughs> stop laughing. So we were, like, looking for which taco spot we were going to hit up because there's, like, five in that corner. And the guy was like, estos no te dan chorro. And I was like, bruh, <laughs> that's where we need to go because I need to go to the taco spot that does not give me chorro. Like, that's it. And guess what we did? We didn't go there, and then we all got chorro. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. The chorro was good or? Both. Oh. 
<laughs> no, the food was good. But afterwards, we texted each other in the morning. We're like, are you okay? I'm in pain. So Ouch. now when we were reflecting the other day, I was like, Pat, we should have freaking gone to the guy that said that. They got like fajita. It was a chori queso or... taco. That was the one that probably... The chori queso one was the one that slowed the heart wow. rates down. Yeah. It was carne de tlacuache, huh? Oh, my God. No, you got to save them. Don't kill them. Did You're you right. not hear the PSA? True. Si los ves, no los mates. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. I went to the Bellas Artes and saw the Diego Rivera mural, the one Who's that was. That? We keep kissing his butt, and he's really not. And Orozco's, and Shout I can't remember the other one's name. But it was really cool seeing those in real life because, you know, we've always just seen images of it. And to see those, I was like, holy crap. <clears throat> and the way that the Bellas Artes set up the murals, you can see them from far away. And the uh, pillars don't disturb it. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Sorry. I also told Pat that the Colores hasn't made it until we go to Mexico. So. But y'all went to Mexico. All Not of us. all of us. Oh, y'all y'all care about me? Wow. We care spider, about you, you way too much. You want me to take much. Spider Pig back or Anyways, no? now Patricia, it's officially time you? to ho- hoogin to <laughs> <laughs> slide into the juice. Was that supposed to be juice? El Huguito. Thank you. Perfect. That's what it's called. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. And like the first those topic. jugs of juice, Jaguito is here. The oh juice God. where Pat was about to cut me off and I just started this segment. She was like, wrap it up. She was. <laughs> Pat, you make me nervous. This is the juice where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, and more. So, of course, we start with rough news. I'm going to start with the, um, I believe we've talked about situations like this. Uh, Border Patrol apparently killed four women. Is that correct? I think it was three and the fourth one was the one that Escaped. escaped and helped them catch him. So... I don't know. Border patrol people are the worst to me because they're often Mexicans themselves and they're killing Latinx people that show up there, essentially. Um, This one was... It's very blatant with their bullshit, basically. Um, I believe one was a trans woman and how they were framing it, which we will discuss in our next topic as well, is... I believe the Associated Press, which can also kiss my um, butthole. Uh, sorry, kids. They framed it without, instead of being non-biased, they said sex workers or prostitutes or something like that to make it seem shameful, which is not surprising because they will do what they can to make these people seem lesser than and or deserving of their death. Um, so... All I really have left to say is fuck Border Patrol. I don't have anything else to say. A lot of these topics are continued issues, even the one we're about to get into next, um, that feel close to home and aren't getting any better. Anybody else have anything to say about that? I just know that I never have like a... I've never had a decent experience with Border Patrol. Right. It's just uncomfortable as... Like, yeah. I mean, and I feel then, uncomfortable even coming back, and I'm and like, I'm just, like, bro, what did I do to piss right. you off? I was like, I'll I'll do whatever I need to do in order for you to just do your job and 
not and i understand like there's a lot of shit that happens down there so you gotta take extra precaution but at the same time you gotta understand that you're dealing with human beings but it's mostly don't you think because my experience with my most recent experience with bp was like for me it felt like oh so you just judge us and then we just get to go or not yeah so it's like they see you they they get to determine on their own if they think you're suspicious or not and then they decide to let you go or they want to inspect you further from my experience that's from my very privileged um documented ass point of view but i don't know it's it's exhausting and it's bullshit and i don't know that it's getting better because i don't know when um toad dick is gonna be out of office so that's all i'm gonna give him on that topic um but i think that and how these these government i guess entities um function is entitlement Mm -hmm. and we've talked about it over and over again which kind of leads us to our next topic which i'm gonna pass to rafa because my voice is a little bit off and we're gonna get into this deeper because it's down the street um cool so um uh this is really tough and it is the the whole botham john um it's tough because um Whenever I have conversations with my mother, if my mother feels really strongly about something, I feel like it's that much more um, amplified. Right. And so my mom has opinions like everyone does. And I feel like for the most part, she, you know, she's she's an elder that I respect, obviously. But she has these opinions that have been formed for, you know, over decades of experience um, and a very varied experience from growing up in Mexico to traveling here and living here and seeing things kind of happen over the years and so when she makes statements like it's ridiculous and insane how absurd these people are in trying to tarnish a young man's reputation um when my mom says things like that it's because you know her she's she's quite loaded in the opinion that she'll speak on we talked about it over dinner the other day and she was you know she was just telling me a lot of the information and some of it i didn't even know the whole, um, like uh, when Pat had sent us the information about the people protesting at the game, my mom kind of touched briefly on that the people were taken to jail. We talk about all of these things um, where they're kind of affected by events like this. We see residual effects and it's not an isolated incident. And we talk about that, that all the time in terms of what something signifies. This young man was literally in his home. Mm-hmm. And a police officer goes into his home and shoots him and kills him. There is a lot of noise. Off the clock. Off off duty. Yes, off duty. And so there's a lot of stories about what happened. She confused his apartment with hers. Supposedly. Um, Supposedly. Apparently the door was ajar. Uh, Some people are saying that it's impossible. There's been videos that show that there's no way that the doors can be open. She confused his apartment with hers. His apartment has a red doormat. Hers does not. She just had a 12-hour shift. Um, 15 hour, I thought. 15. I thought I saw 12 hour. 12 Too to 15. damn long. <clears throat> Too long. Um, And there's video of her like pacing back and forth calling the police. There's witnesses that... that you know, basically said we will testify that we heard her knocking and banging on the door saying open the door. 
um, police officers from a couple, not even a couple, a block down the street ran over on foot, were there within four minutes. Um, a judge signed a warrant, a search warrant, uh, found 10.4 grams of marijuana in and his apartment. And these are all basic facts. Right. These. This is all, right, stuff that has been reported on. And this is of, in Dallas, Texas, <clears throat> downtown Dallas, essentially. And right. And so that's the other thing, too. A lot of these things are things that are, rep- there's been news outlets that say, you know, a police officer has reported, but is, is or not reported, but answered on, you know, on, on this particular question, but out of anonymity, because they don't want, you know, they don't want a whole lot of noise. And I understand that part. I understand trying to get lost and what the facts are versus what they're not. But the bottom line is a person who shouldn't be dead is dead because of a something that a happened. Cop. Right. Um, there's been protests. They've shut down. Nonstop. I, nonstop. They've shut down I-30 here in Dallas. They did a, a kneeling protest outside of the flats or apartments where this, this young man was killed. There's been protests at City Hall during city council meetings. There's been, you know, vigils, memorials. There's I know there's a couple more planned before the end of this month. But the thing is, it's it's, you know, all part of that conversation that we seem to be intensifying our tone in trying to articulate how our community needs to be respected. And it boils down to if you can't be safe in your own home, then something needs to change. Definitely. I, um, we were in Mexico when this happened and I was like, I think it was maybe the next day that we found out. And I was like, wait, what the fuck happened? Um, and I start doing as much research as I can from the Wi-Fi I have essentially. And it hit me extra close. Cause I work on that street. I can, I work across from the police station and I can see his apartments from my building. Um, so there's like a certainly a dreariness I think on that street right now. Yeah. Um I feel like you can feel the tension. I know in my workplace you can feel it. We had a whole work discussion on it. Mm-hmm. Um And there's so much shit in there. So much shit, but all of it's like clockwork. Yeah. It's it's laughable to me because I think I'm glad Dallas's ass is being shown. I'm glad. And I say it because I love it. Because after the July 7th shooting, oh, Dallas was all, oh my God, black, back the blue, da, da, da. And, and it's almost like you didn't hear much from, um, you couldn't hear much from Black Lives Matter unless you were directly involved. Because everyone was so highly blue lives because of that situation so there's but after but basically after that big shooting we've talked about that on this on this show several times Mm -hmm. to me it was like there was this fakeness of like let's we support back the blue support the cops only this 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 and now all that shit to me is flipped over which i'm okay with because the reality of what those systems are like Mm -hmm. is this bullshit y'all are still taking your weapon weapons home which you don't need to do you have no reason to I've heard apparently cops often are told to not wear their uniform home and they don't care. They're clearly, if they're being overworked, if that's the little thing y'all want to run with for old girl, run with it. But she's working too many goddamn hours to be functioning with a goddamn gun where she's just killing people. Let's not fail to mention 
that um, there are people that are still in jail that have been going to the protest longer than she was in jail. Right. So, and that was after, that was for this recent protest at the Cowboy Stadium. They, I mean, they're all recent. They haven't stopped since it happened. But then there's all the bullshit of like, it does not matter what these black people do, whether they're kids, 12 year olds in the park playing, whether it's a man on the street with a cigarette, whether it's a young kid with a bag of Skittles, whether it's a man in his own fucking house who graduated from college, who was a singer at his church and had a perfect whatever. It doesn't matter what their record is. You're still going to fucking kill them because you have the entitlement and you have your white privilege often as a cop. And it's bullshit. And it's not going away until we fix the system. This is not a bad apple bullshit situation. And I will preach that for the rest of my life. This systemic issue is not going away until we get to that root. And if it means Dallas is going to get labeled this way, that's fine. Because that's what y'all obviously are doing. We don't need the mayor acting like he's woke and behind the people. No. If you're walking out of meetings when they make you feel uncomfortable then you're not for us. You're against us. So power to all the people fighting this every day, living this life of fear that they have to live and fuck the system that allows this to keep happening. Cause Dallas is very guilty of it. And it was called the city of hate for a reason. Ooh. So now we will move into a much lighter situation. Rest in power to both them. Um, and, and, healing to everyone affected by this especially here in dallas it feels very close to home we could go on about it for a lot longer but we we don't want to do that we want to try to keep this episode short um so and a much lighter note this is a little bit of old news but i feel like maybe by the time this comes out the something else will happen yes the circuit will refresh itself and there will be a new golf ball sized bump on someone's Uh, eyebrow can you not Oh, God, you're not done with that joke yet? I think not. Um, So this situation was silly. How did you feel? I feel like I didn't get your feedback on this, but I feel like we probably have similar views. Team Cardi. Thank you. Okay, we can end the episode now. Um, Nikki's talented, but, you know, whatever pedestal you're on, homegirl. I think she was just, she was just like the biggest woman rapper for a good chunk of time that she thought she was the best. And just because you're the only one doesn't make you the best, in my opinion. Yeah. And so, like, even speaking on the best scale, I'm like, I don't consider Cardi or Nicki either nope, one of y'all the not best. Not even close. I um, can name 10 female rappers that... Yeah, I'm like... Well, mm, I can say yeah. I like Rico more than those two. Dang, Pat. Uh, no, but really, I just think it's really funny because it becomes a star power thing and a diva thing. And in this way, I'm glad to see how not real Nicki is, yeah. which we kind of already knew she was kind of Barbie plastic. She told us from the beginning, um, but also to see Cardi's real ass side is always fun. I I mean, that's the whole reason she got famous. Yeah. Even with her still transphobic ass, like the reason she's gotten big is because she's real. So we should not be surprised when bitch takes her shoes off and tries to hit somebody. Um, (laughs) So who knows what's going to happen next? She's making it seem as though a she gonna drop something i don't know we'll see but it's been really interesting woman beef is really interesting because it's always becomes like some weird thing that feels like it's just uplifted by the patriarchy as opposed to like women y'all used to support each other and what happened i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but i'm gonna keep going rafa you want to take the next one 
Yay. <laughs> Drake is dating an 18-year-old. Okay, so are they actually dating? Because I saw the article that said he rented a restaurant out for an 18-year-old. And I was like, does Chapel that mean? Style. Oh, my God. Oh, does wait, he rented it? That's what I heard. Yeah, because Chapel wouldn't pay for it. Chop would be Chapo, like, chop, uh, chop, chop, chop. Chop would be like, give me all your Let's cell phones. Let's do a phones. remix, Chopo style. Chop, chop, Chopo style. Are you into it? Down. You're a rapper, so I'll just Down. let you have it. I dig that. Oh, my God. Because he, to... he digs tunnels. Where no. is El Chapo? Is he in jail? Yeah, he's up in New York. He's gonna... Oh, for real? Yeah, Can we go visit him? He's going on trial. Why'd y'all give me that look? We can't go visit him? No. <laughs> He goes on Y'all trial. take me way too seriously sometimes. I think he goes on. I don't know if I they pushed his trial Brandon back Castillo from October to. Phone number if you need a, um, I honestly liked that documentary. If you need to talk to him. Anyways, hope you're doing okay, El Chapo. I really thought he was going to get Trump, but he didn't. But it's fine, boo. Um, back on topic. Back on Drake. Yes. So he's dating an 18 year old. So uh, he is. They, sh- they are dating. I don't know. That's what I need to know. I didn't read the articles. Um, I saw something that showed a picture on either I think her personal Instagram that was like her and Drake like back in 2016. 20- yes. Yeah. So Drake, if you are dating this young girl, not a woman, a teenager, 18, <laughs> you the next R. Kelly to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Bruh. just because. Well, I mean, R. Kelly had, you know, he. He had a different kind of splash to his game. Jesus. But like young girls, <laughs> men, stop going after young girls. Yeah, they are well, not women. And the other thing um, she said, she like refuted the fact that they went out. She said, coming off an amazing New York fashion week, I feel I need to set the record straight. I did not dine in D.C. recently. I was happily working and dining in NYC every day, which does not help us. Yeah. How? Was we she need, saying like I was not with him or Yeah, she's saying that she wasn't and that she didn't go. So, so where did know. this cute little picture come from or is it an internet rumor? Um, I don't know. Maybe Photoshop, Photoshopo, Photoshopo. Why are we on El Chapo today? We should know. talk about El Chapo more. We should. Should we have an El Chapo segment? We should. Like what was Chapo doing El at twenty three? I know we laugh, but it's not funny. It's there are funny. there are a lot of lives and families that are affected by El Chapo. The nons- yeah, and so we. I'm not saying these things lightly. I know. Um, I just think that in order to understand some things, sometimes you got to make a joke and laugh. Right. Wait. Are you talking about El Chapo still? Yeah. Are you talking about the lives he affected? Yes. I think that's also interesting, though, because there's a weird, like, godly-like figure with him. Oh, yeah. I have family that was like, they want him out because things were safer when he was out. Right. So that's where I'm like, it's hard to even say that, right? Right. Because it, so... Because they don't trust the government. No, honestly, I have family that's like, we we are more scared of the government or rival cartels than we are of Chapo. Chapo literally brought more harmony to our community than we had ever seen before. So that's why I say like we make jokes because I'm, you know, there's right. A- but I think we're allowed to make it a little bit because especially if it's affecting our community to some right. degree, like I can't speak on it because I don't know someone directly affected I'm by Chapo. I got the line. Like, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think we are, it's OK to still discuss no, this right. and kind of joke about it. Right. At the same time, I just I just know like I know how hard it how is. How serious it is. How difficult it is for some people. And, and people have lost, you know, children. You know, innocent families mm-hmm. have lost their lives at the hands of 
some of these narcos and, and that's that is not terrifying right? yeah so i think the chapo just, idea is a different figure that we can probably analyze and dig into more if we really wanted to because it does become like that entity that entity that a lot of drug lords become same right. way as old boy from uh colombia yeah um where it's like they become that robin hood figure which is really fascinating yeah. um however drake i don't know if this story is real or not but if you're dating children please stop <laughs> because men go after young women because they see them like fresh meat and they can tarnish them and beat them up however they want to and train them Ow. however they want to and that's not okay that's disgusting if you cannot deal with women your own age reflect in a marabou it probably has a lot to do with you and how you respect women in my opinion Sips tea. <sighs> preach i'm not even mad this episode i'm actually having a great week good <laughs> however society you need to get it together <laughs> i'm gonna let you take the next one as well cool my throat We're... hurts but you're also really good at this do you want to host the podcast Jeez, louise triple g's um, louise d- no was that a ding no no so wait are you sick i don't know actually my i lost my voice during the last show oh, if y'all listen right. to the live recording Ooh. i sound horrible but i didn't feel sick then now i'm starting to feel sick Oh my God, that reminds me of contagion. contagion. I knew it was coming. Go ahead. You're going to have to surprise me with these jokes. Freshen up, Buttercup. On to the next topic Contagion <laughs> versus Triple G. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Contagion versus Triple G. Wow. Ganello versus Triple G. <laughs> Not deleting, keeping. In a battle of two countries. Mexico versus Kazakhstan. Shout out to Borat. Yeah, he's from, I he's did from not Kazakhstan. Know that at all. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, like he's got so much love and support from Mexico. Because he, he does? Yeah. And so he said it before in several interviews. He talks about somebody said that he, he boxes Mexican style and he was like, oh, that's an honor. He was like, for, for y'all to, you know, for me to be considered in the same light of some of the greatest boxers of all time like it's an honor to have why that are mexicans so good at boxing um i don't know i think tt might have something to do because <laughs> we're from oak cliff texas she can't stop throwing her hands um also oh quick God. side note before i forget would you vote for oscar de la Hoya for president because apparently that's a thing <laughs> absolutely not jesus would it be worse or better than trump I don't know. I don't. Um, I don't trust that fool. He was on my l- sister's pillowcase in two thousand and one. What? <laughs> he'd be late to every meeting. Same. Sorry, UN. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, go Sorry, back. Sorry. G twenty. G twenty. I'm late. Jesus. Um, yeah, Canelo versus Triple G. So this was a overhyped uh, rematch. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. It was well because the first one. In my opinion, uh, Triple G won. But I think we talked about that one, too. Yeah, and so the judges scored it as a draw. And then Canelo had the problem with the uh, failed drug tests, which is a little bit weird to me because there's been a lot of instances in Mexico where athletes failed tests because of like the chemicals that are used in some of the meat down there. So for the most part, I kind of, I was like, well, you know, it's a little weird. And then those tests were voluntary. Like, they he should go vegan. They should. He could have. <laughs> Plant based. <laughs> Sorry. He could have easily said no to taking these tests, right? But he did it. And, you know, he always uh, stood his ground that he was honorable and he wasn't trying to, like, 
you know, give himself an edge over Triple G. And so they hyped up this fight. Well, actually, they didn't hype it up until like maybe a couple of weeks before it happened. But um, yeah, the, the funny thing is a lot of people don't think that Canelo actually won the fight. Um, I think it was a really good one. But um, I was expecting Triple G to win. And usually when I watch Triple G matches, he knocks the other boxer out. And he didn't do that. But um, all in all, I think it was a really good fight. I would have been, I wouldn't have been surprised with, you know, a win for either one of these boxers just because Vegas is Vegas and boxing is boxing. I heard it happen really fast. That's a real ding. It's a little close to home. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Three just kiddings. <laughs> you need one more? So, yeah. All right. So, Canelo versus Triple G. Um, Canelo won. Canelo's But I was right. It champ. happened really fast, right? The fight? Yeah. Was it not fast? What do you I don't know. Like, like did he get timed. knocked out fast? No. They fought 12 oh, rounds. Oh, Pat told me that. Pat always spreads rumors to my ear. Uh, was it a rumor? It's because I saw on Twitter, like, fight started, and then it felt like 20 minutes later. And she was like, oh, man, that was really oh, fast. Yeah. And I was like, I it was that, fast? And I, she was like, yeah. I think that has to do with, like, the overall promotion of this fight. Because I feel like the first one was super hyped up. And then because of the problems that they had for the second match, it didn't happen right away. So Triple G ended up fighting somebody else. And then finally, after Canelo's suspension had had been done, they were like, okay, well, let's fight on the SEC's or the 15th. And it actually happened. So I don't know if they didn't have enough time to promote it. but it just Oh, they had like, plenty of time, boo. Well, no, but I'm saying is like they didn't take advantage of that. And so it felt like to the majority of people like the fight kind of sprung up out of nowhere and then it was like wham bam thank you ma'am bye Gotta go. so canelo won canelo yes the canelo Sa- Saul canelo alvarez and kazakhstan lost because yeah. it's all about nationalism am i right yes gang gang happy latinx heritage month y'all triple g though i, I think he's gonna come back We'll see. Yeah. Um, insecure. Oh, I'll take this one too. Um, <laughs> go ahead, boo. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Take it. My throat hurts. God, don't do that. I actually have health issues. Not really. That sounds really serious. I'm just kidding. Does, yikes. I'm not talking about Data. actual health issues. I mean, like allergies. Damn. Okay, Start go. Go fund me. Oh Shit. my god, thanks. I have insurance. <laughs> that don't mean shit. Um, the system sucks. Come on, insecurities. Uh, am I really doing this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Insecure. Lawrence is back. <laughs> no, that's not what you're supposed and to you're say. And supposed to say spoiler alert. For oh. <laughs> Dang. No, honestly, everybody spoiled with that well, because we, we were, were in, Mexico in Mexico and people Twitter. were like shouting it through the rooftop and Mexico. Like we heard it during the grito. I was confused. Oh, shut up. So, insecure. I heard it while I was in the Socalo, like. Wow. Well, o sea. <laughs> so... Insecure has been super exciting lately. What was your favorite part? Uh, Lawrence is back. That's it. And then homegirl getting tased while she, and then peeing her pants. She's the best. She's hilarious. I think I want her own spinoff show. She should. And I really want to go to Brinshaw Mall. <laughs> is that what we should do when we go yeah. to Cali? Yeah. Brinshaw Mall. Brinshaw Mall is where it's at. Bear Bears. Um, I'm sad it only has two episodes left. I feel like these seasons are too damn short. Yeah. And I feel like once I'm finally getting into it, it's over. Yeah. 
So I need them to extend. What happened to like the, the episode twenty-four length. episode seasons? Right, give me that yeah. full they office gave all pack. That time to the freaking Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, then that's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um. Anyways, I'm a little bit sad to see Insecure's about to be over already, but it's a lot of fun. But they're um, they're doing like a fourth season, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Insecure, secure that bag. Secure the bag. All right. So I won't spoil much about Insecure. I guess we'll wait to see how the season ends up. Because there's only two episodes left. We've yeah. said that four times. The Emmys. The Emmys Aww. were kind of boring. Sorry, I thought of my nephew. Your nephew, your cute little nephew with his cake. Oh. Yeah. My okay. nephew turned five. We sang him happy birthday. Happy and birthday, after Emmy. we sang him happy birthday, he just looks at everyone and says, thanks, everybody. Oh, what is a pure heart like anymore? You should bring them around. I miss them. I should. I have I haven't heard from Gogo in months. I'm getting concerned. Yeah, I, had, I don't know I if he still you, hates me. No, he doesn't. I, I had a quick funny story to tell you. Pee Wee picked him up from school, and he was wearing a, a Dennis Rodman jersey, but it was when he played with the San Antonio Spurs. So we were big fans of Dennis Rodman growing up because of my older brother Jose. But we ran into him a few times, and Jose had the Spurs jersey, so he had Dennis Rodman signs it, sign it. So Pee Wee wears it, you know, like in 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 honor of my brother and Yay. whatever. But he wore it and he picks up Santiago, and Santiago's like a big Mavs, Mavs fan. fan. So he gets in the truck and he's like, "Don't ever talk to me again for the rest of your life." Wow! I like how Gogo's Gogo kind does of that. He, once he like puts a ban- banny on you, it's like forever. It. Never I love it. I love he it because he's kind of dramatic, and I don't even think he knows you he's like being it dramatic. He doesn't hate you. He, he loves literally me. looks at me with an evil eye and says, "I ruined his life by erasing his drama." Which Why I did, did you not. erase his drawing? I, I didn't do it. Somebody gonna, else yeah, did somebody it. Somebody else did it, but I said and, that she had done but it. But yeah, honestly, I don't see. I don't know many kids like that, so I appreciate it because yeah. he's he's very. Um, that, he, it, it doesn't seem like he's acting. He's just like I'm right, stating this him. to that you. That young man is going places. He's going places, and I hope the pigeons help him fly. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So this is uh, the Emmys were definitely kind of boring to me. The hosts were also kind of boring, like the TV show they work for Saturday Night Live. Um, there was like one segment I thought was kind of funny. Uh, all the winners were mostly white. Uh, Sandra O oh didn't win. Um, a lot of Issa didn't win. None of the people of color you wanted to win won. Um, my favorite part was probably that Teddy Perkins was there. And Cat Williams got an Emmy. Cat Williams did get an Emmy. It was before the actual award show, which always makes it feel like less than. Yeah. But that was pretty cool because he won that for Atlanta. Um, I literally Teddy Perkins was probably my favorite part that we saw. Can you think of anything else? I mean, it, I I didn't watch it from the beginning, but I know a lot of people like that reparation skit. Yeah. Like that's until the, you pointed the skit out the I fact that about. it only had two women. It had one. No, it was Regina, or what's her face? The one from the Jeffersons? Or no, it was the one from Martin and then the other lady. Which other from lady? From Family? No, it was not Family. It was all men. And no, her. it was two women. Anyways, it was a lot of men that won on that, but that's Michael Che, and he's also problematic. But I, y'all know I could say everybody's problematic, because we all are. However, there are some people that I think deserve less shine. Um, speaking of which, we could also get into Louis C.K. and Aziz Ansari trying to come back and sneak into the scene like they ain't done nothing wrong. But I won't get into that because I'm trying to keep this episode Shout short. Shout out to John Legend getting the EGOT, though. Aw, yay, uh, the EGOT. Youngest, I can't wait for Rafa to get an EGOT. Youngest person to get an EGOT, right? Eh? Youngest person to get an EGOT. I believe so. Yeah. The the charming man. EGOT it. Oh, Lord. No? Um yes. Okay. 
on on the internet today of course it breaks up which i thought this was old news because i remember in some of my um i guess my film course i had a a queer professor jesus a queer professor who was like yeah everybody knows bert and ernie are gay so when it exploded on the internet today i was like oh this is a big deal people didn't know about this but um yeah apparently one of the writers was like saying that they base the lovely sesame street duo on their um their relationship i believe is what they said Mm -hmm. which i think is cute it's not surprising but of course the internet is having a frenzy with it go watch an episode of sesame street and it is not that i don't know why it's shocking basically unshockingly what did i say that one episode that was so bad something unsurprisingly it was something so sad like i had never been educated um anyways <laughs> shout out to Bert and ernie i hope y'all have um gotten married now that it's legal and fight the power because yay yay the system's not made for you to <clears throat> succeed um so we will continue wrapping up our juice segment um rafa you saw your favorite rapper i think or the greatest rapper or what do you call him the greatest rapper alive. Okay. How Best do you feel? Best rapper alive. Um, like in general or from the Yes, show? we went to On the Run 2. What are right. your thoughts? Um, it was at AT&T Stadium. Okay. So it was, it was uh, amazing to go there. Okay. Um, I'm trying not to sound like too... Please sound how you really felt. Don't fake it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to like tone it down because it was a spectacular show um y'all can't see but he's crying right now i just think it was a really good show like they had (laughs) like they're both really amazing performers and i am so over your acting (laughs) ass it really was though like everything about it was really dope it was so well put together you could tell outside of the spectacle of the presentation that everyone involved really felt like good or, or great about being a part of something. It was historic in my opinion. Um, you know, the, the huge video wall that they had behind them, they had some amazing cinematography being shown. Um, the, the, the way the stage was set up, the moving platform, like the staircase, the, the, the stairway to heaven kind of thing that they had for Beyonce. Um, I'm not big on rap shows. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast, I but like you have. Um, uh, I think definitely it, it was uh, one of those shows where it leaves a mark and, you know, I left inspired and, and fulfilled in a, in a way that, you know, only a show like that can do. So Aww, that's Very more dope. than I thought you would say. What did you think about Beyonce, though? <laughs> Trying to know about them uh, Texas gals. Texas gals, okay. That, but they just, like, I leave just, like, <clears throat> smiling. Like, I'm just happy. And I wish I could see it again every day. Because you leave with such a good, like, feeling. And this time, I know this sounds dumb, but I feel like you really felt the love between them this time. And their energy with the crowd was a lot better. Because last time, it was very to the script, and that's it. Do you remember Pat? They it was like more Beyonce sided. 
it was but it was also like they didn't interact with us and this time they kept interacting with us yeah. right and i was very shook because i was used to how they were last time and so it felt like i'm hoping that they've actually healed and gotten this help and their love and their relationship um to really survive what life throws at you in love yeah. and i thought that was really beautiful because of course the cinematography and all that is like next level shit mm -hmm. um but it's they put on a great show. It's a lot of fun, and I'm glad that you went. Yeah, it was a cool show. Thank you. Yay, Jayance! I almost said that, and See, I'm gonna now leave we it. all messing up his name. I've been messing it up. Um, so we already said this earlier, but it's the start of Latinx Heritage Month. That's what I call it because I don't like saying Hispanic Heritage Month because it makes me cringe. Um, but like, do you think the term Latinx is here to stay? Shut the fuck up! I'm so over you. Somebody said this to us the other day. I mean, it's, it's on a, the Webster Dictionary now, right? Officially? It's a valid question, though. It is, but I do believe it is. Because there's other words and other Latino... Oh, no, I believe it is, too. I just think that it is... A uh, valid I, question. Right. I think that we need to... We I need think to, I was annoyed with that because it was coming from someone who was already mocking what the thing was said. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think what I took from that was... Yeah, I mean, I, I mirror a lot of the sentiments that we had as a collective there. But I think um, I think it informs Decolotus of what we need to do, like... On a, on a grander scale or sure. on a more impactful scale. Definitely. So. And I think that's where I'm like, sometimes I tell people like, oh, you want my feelings on that? Go listen to this episode. Because sometimes I feel like I can say it to you in person. And I obviously would rather do that if you're right in front of me. But if you want to know my thoughts on something immediately, or if you want to know more about white supremacy or Black Lives Matter or immigration or whatever different thing you want to discuss or you want my views on or you want our feelings on, we've discussed most of these things and now they're different repeated iterations of it, I think. Um, we've discussed Latinx and the history of that. But to me, that one is here to stay. And so that is a valid question. Um, but that's my way of, of discussing that terminology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, happy Latinx Heritage Month. Uh, let's, I said this on our Instagram, but try to uplift other voices besides Mexicanos. Cause I know sometimes we don't, I know a lot of times we don't feel like we have representation and we can discuss that, but in comparison to a lot of our other, um, Latinx brothers, brothers and sisters, um, we do like our stories yeah. have been told many right. times they just now got a tv show for el salvador right so we definitely need to consider that um and do it more often and shut the hell up more often as mexicanos we're allowed to tell our stories we're completely valid but consider that in our narratives as well mm -hmm. um so finally to wrap up the juice i just wanted to <clears throat> throw some key dates out at you tejanos and anybody living in texas the elections are quickly approaching sooner than you think. Uh, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I do like to tell you who not to vote for, which is obviously Ted Cruz and the like. Um, he's a fucking monster and only gets worse. I feel like all our listeners naturally do not vote for them, but I will tell you as the system works that they will make it difficult for you to vote as I have shared prior on this episode on this show as well. Um, so your last day to register to vote is October 9th. If you are not registered to vote or you need to update your address or change it, your last day to do that is October 9th, which I believe is only a few days away. Um, early voting begins October 22nd. I recommend to do early voting because the day of voting is ridiculous and a lot of us are not 
basically again the system's not built to where you can spend several hours and miss work to go vote they do not give us the day off so you have to like request it off and maybe you work for a company that lets you go spend some hours getting your vote on but a lot of us don't have that um so try to do early voting which begins october 22nd early voting ends on november 2nd which is a few days before the actual election date and that is again november 2nd and the general election is november 6th i'm excited and nervous to see how this goes because it seems like beto really got some fire he's really doing something to people and it's interesting to see that because i feel like i haven't seen that um power in texas in a really long time like genuine because wendy davis had a little bit but not like this um yeah we'll see what happens yeah go get them y'all <laughs> all right so that wraps it up for our juguito which was really long but this is a segment i mean an episode with just us so we wanted to cover all those things that had been happening now we can move on to self-care corner i can't even do it my throat hurts do it for me you were about to ding again i was go self-care corner (laughs) i really would do it if i can sing but you heard me i can't go that high right now self-care corner self-care corner do we have a self-care corner i was gonna pass it to y'all I, I, you like stretch. You don't realize how important it is to stretch. I talked about that before. Are you mocking me? No, um, because I have jumper's knee and I just, for some reason right now, I thought about stretching and doing things like yoga and Pilates and, um, just a simple, quick five minute stretch routine to kick off the day. I literally do stretch almost every morning. So y'all share your self-care. What have you done for self-care recently? I like to do self-care check-ins in my corners now. Y'all don't have one because I'll go first. I haven't done enough self-care. I've done a lot of self-destruct. Ooh, that's true. I know you low-key trying to be funny, but that's very real. That I do a lot of self-destruct? Yes. I don't do it like intention. You make it seem like I'm hateful towards myself. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like that's very real. Like a lot of people do self-destruct because oh, yeah. it's easier to do that. It's yeah. harder to give yourself the healing time and to take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, I I didn't mean doctors. it in like a same. I feel attacked. I'm sorry. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Patty. Um, I think listening to your body Ooh, in the sense we're gonna that, run with it pat i like love when it you have in diarrhea the sense, in mexico or oh, oh god, my really? god i just meant in the sense that <laughs> but honestly um, yeah coming back from mexico i worked for multiple days straight and had like we recorded the live episode and then i worked and like even on my day off i had so many er- errands to run that like my body was like mentally and physically exhausted that i just felt dead the next day and um sometimes we forget to pay attention to us and i know i as a human tend to overwork myself and think i can do like three jobs at once and it's okay to listen to your body when it's telling you you're tired or that you don't feel good um to take that little break and to just kind of like be on your own because i realized i needed that so yeah word I think that's perfect. Rafa, do you have anything else to add or share? 
even if that means from social media too, I think that's important. Um, I do not. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take Pat's because I love that. And I love that that phrase has kind of come into the light more because I feel like I didn't used to hear that uh, ever. Yeah, like keep your feelings bottled up. Okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. That was me. You got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but listening to your body is essential i think that's a hard concept to even grasp because you're like what the fuck my body don't talk and you're right it does not verbally speak to you but it will physically speak to you if you try to listen so you can do like a mental body sense check every morning where you're just like laying in bed and kind of tap into each part of your body how's my head feeling how are my shoulders feeling and i know that sounds super silly but like you can do it and you can kind of feel the sensation throughout your body so that's like a check in there like how i can't feel my right foot right now (laughs) she walked in she was like uh my foot hurts and i can't feel it feels like it fell asleep (laughs) and it's been feeling like that (laughs) yeah that's how stretchy right now okay now i'm worried we probably should end this episode yeah now. that's why i said self-care corner you should stretch <laughs> yikes stretch. okay that is actually concerning please listen to your body call it up 911 body um anyways do listen to your body i would like to say i'm a brag on myself for a hot minute it's really lame and i'm not really i shouldn't be that proud of it or maybe i should you should um that i actually exercised by choice <laughs> I went out to the park by my house. (laughs) It sounded scary. (laughs) And I chose to work out, which if you are a person who struggles with working out or has no motivation or desire to do so after a a week or day of like depression and struggles, um, it's a big deal to actually say like, I can do this. I'm going to actively choose to get up, get dressed and go work out. Um, and I did it and I'm hoping that I continue to do so. Um, cause it actually felt really good. It was really peaceful. And I was like, I'm tired afterwards, but I was like, this is not the worst thing in the world. Um, so yeah, listen to your body. That's our self care corner for this week. Thanks Pat. I hope your leg comes back to life. I hope so too. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do a quick recap of the event we had. There are more upcoming the Colores events. And as soon as I get more details, I will provide those to you. We are very grateful that a lot of people have been reaching out to us during this time. Um, we will also be going, I believe, to California um, for a festival called Tropicalia. We are going to be there. I feel really weird about it because Mexicali is still getting their water stolen by this company called, what is it? Um, Estrella. Estrella. That's stealing the water from, it's not Estrella, is it? That don't sound right. Yeah, it's Estrella. That's the name of the company. Constellation Brands. Thank you. Constellation Brands is sponsoring Tropicalia, which we are going to. So I feel like shit kind of because I feel like I'm supporting Tropicalia and um, I'm having some conflict with myself because I purchased this ticket already and this flight already. And can you say fuck something that I paid for and I'm going to attend and probably have fun at? I mean, you can say it. Meaning it is a different thing. Um, mm. I'm a Do I not mean it? What if I mean it? I'm just saying actions speak louder than words. I agree. But ah, it's a conflict and I'm struggling and I'm it sharing this very vulnerable side of me right now. It's tough. It's not easy. But at the same time, that's the same thing with every product we eat, every exactly. thing we buy. And we're <clears throat> fucked no matter what. True. 
so this sucks can i wear a shirt that says fuck constellation and then not buy anything there besides my ticket i don't know anyways that's just an internal conflict i'm obviously having with myself um because we obviously don't support that but we already did financially support that kind of uh struggles all right so now you know all of my problems and it is time for our brown business of the week rafa have you been there i have take it away my throat hurts east dallas tacos la banqueta taquitos estilo df shout out to our people in east dallas was good i'm not gonna <laughs> put any on, on on the spot but uh i've been going there for a while and they've moved they've moved locations i think in recent times but um they're on what are they on pat carol yeah they're on carol yeah i haven't been though you haven't you need to go that's pretty good if somebody wants to go hang out with me and eat tacos okay but make sure you get the ones que dan chorro Ew, that when they <laughs> i was like that is marketing 101 like i will go to you for that reason only oh there's one on gas i know that I know the one on Carol, but yeah. So, Tacos La Banqueta, Puro DF, check out their Jelp. They get good ratings. They got good tacos. Are they um, going to be as good as the ones in in Mexico City, though? Pat, you're Probably being not. you're being very bougie right now. Are they going to give me chorro like the ones in Mexico City, though? They won't. Tacos <laughs> Orinoco. There's enough preservatives in what in, in the ingredients they use to protect you against diarrhea okay thank you yes for those that don't know what chorro is yeah (laughs) me and pat were talking about this because i was like there's the three c's of mexico chorro churros and and charro beans (laughs) it was very dumb i think i was drunk but i meant it she meant it and she was proud of it okay go on sorry banqueta yeah no tacos la banqueta check them out uh they're on carol 1305 north carol ave Apparently, they're also at 7233 Gaston Avenue, which I did not New know. location. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, go check them out. Maybe uh, you'll get to catch up with the De Colores gang when we pull up and get some tacos. Yeah, Or, that's or not. Possibly. I'm not. Yeah. Or not. I'm telling you I was down. I haven't Jeez, been. Grandpa. Since apparently you can't tell from this podcast episode that they fucking hate me. So Oh, my God. I'll pull up. Let me go steal a spider pig. Okay, now we're going to move on to our next segment. Go check out La Banqueta. Gracias. (laughs) Now it's time for Who You Got with the Coco. Go, Patty. Um, So I'm going to cover a couple things. Sorry, y'all. Ay, Dios. I'm just kidding. Um, One, because I am really proud of something that I started at the library with a couple friends. If y'all enjoy reading as much as I do or have children or family or nieces and nephews that you want to find books that have latinx stories and narratives and authors check out our little book list we did one called latinx reads it's going to be a bi-monthly newsletter um you can dm me on instagram or twitter and i will send it to you because i'm pretty happy about it and we're hoping if we get enough people interested in it we can make it available on our website but we just started so i wanted to recommend that Secondly, I am highlighting very quickly the little trip with Richard in Mexico City. He introduced me to a lot of like badass musicians and rappers in Mexico, specifically Nakuri and Rebecca Lane. I got to have dinner with them and hearing the stuff that they're doing for their countries. Um, Nakuri's from Costa Rica and Rebecca Lane's from um, Guatemala. They're both talking about like feminism and activism and like using their voice and their power to like speak on women's rights and 
uh, rights for those who are unfortunate unable to speak um and their music's really really good badass rappers if y'all need some more rappers in your life that'll um change your life and make you feel like una chingona then like listen to them Same. highly recommend check them out nakuri and rebecca lee Woo! y'all know i always try to bring more latinx rappers into your lives latinx artists i haven't heard many latinx rappers but really. I, i've mentioned a couple other ones so I'll take it I'll when take i find it. Them, i ain't I, trying to fight go rafa i don't have a who you got again um dang i'm sorry <laughs> sorry you didn't come in with six dang who you got's gonna be an exclusive Pat segment. Yeah, we just gotta break it off into a whole show. I've literally like I've been tired of everything that I've been listening to. So I've kept it on the lo fi playlist on Spotify for like the last five days. Nice. Or four nice. days. So that's what I'm listening to. Some lo fi, chill, whatever. Chill wave, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eva, what's your who you who's your who you got? Uh, who's your who you got? Um, I've been listening to the insecure fucking playlist on Spotify. Ooh, that's always it's they, good. It's always jamming. Yeah, it is amazing. Somebody's doing a great job. So over all uh, Rafael Sadiq, I think, still. Um, that playlist is great. But I also finally listened to a podcast that. Shout out Cynthia from CYC podcast has been telling me to listen to for forever. And I finally got the chance to, and I haven't listened to everything, but I died like first episode. I was like, bury me now. This is everything I've ever wanted or needed. The dissect podcast. It was so go- good. Ooh. I went it's to God. <laughs> I went to Rafa and I was like, have you listened to this? It's so good. You need to listen to it. And yeah. it's just, Everything I love, everything, um, if especially if you're a big fan of the artists he covers, it's everything you could ask for and more because he's literally taking almost lyric for lyric of songs, music, album of these specific artists and dissecting it and dissecting what it meant in relation to the artist's life, in relation to what it's covering or in reference to in reference to what it came from and of course i had to start with frank oceans because he's the least problematic of all the ones that he's done but it feels like the creator of this really went into my soul and was like eva girl who you want to know about and i'm like y'all already know and so the first one i believe was kendrick lamar and then the second one is on kanye the third one is on Frank Ocean and the fourth season is going to be Lauren Hill. So I was like, look at you expanding my I think little they old heart. That Lauren Hill one. Why? Shut the fuck up. I'm She's so be over late. you. Real late. <laughs> um, anyways, it's really, really great. I'm still on the Frank Ocean ones, but it's a dream to be able to like under like you think you know an artist and their work dissect is going to teach you 20,000 more things you didn't know and I love it and I'm obviously going on and on and on because it's that damn good so if you haven't already heard it go check it out I really love it and I'm I'm glad it exists dissect podcast shout out to that creator all right 
We did it. We're all, we're like at an hour something something reasonable. Something like that, yeah. We didn't do so bad. Um, we're trying to cut it down. We know we talk too much, but y'all like to listen, and so we're gonna keep going. Um, that wraps it up for us here at the Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on the social media web dot coms. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. Like, go onto iTunes and put your little five stars and be like, I like them because they're cute. And I'm going to be like, thanks, y'all. I showered that day. So please go leave us a review. We love hearing from you all and we'd like to keep growing. So please share it. Tag your friend in it. Tell your homegirl to go listen. Tell her to listen to the episode about how to uh, not be so uh, problematic or something um um let every, us know every episode <laughs> ever um let us know what your favorite part was tell us what you liked tell us what you didn't like tell us what you want to see more of tweet us or hit us up we love hearing from you all we could not go on without your support tell everyone you love to follow us at the colores co if you enjoy your personal thoughts you our personal thoughts you can follow me at eva arreguin <laughs> rafa robert roger at exile <laughs> and pat at pat.aragreen. Aragreen? Aragreen. <laughs> My throat hurts She's and I drank. green life, like kombuchas and stuff. Oh, okay. Honestly, after them tacos, you need that. Her. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Rafael roger robert uh, you said you hated my editing no it's literally you it's you it's you it's Maybe you it's, it's all you. for you uh, okay it's so you. it's rafa robert roger tamayo roderick uh we promise to keep growing and providing you <laughs> y'all don't even want to help me i've been struggling all episode providing i'm cold you. with entertaining content <laughs> cotton just go i'm cold and sick our theme song is cumbia anthem by el dusty our audio editor is me rafael roger robert roderick tamayo we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly a platform for your voices and work to be lifted contact us on social media or email us at decolorescollective at gmail.com Thank you so much again for listening and join us next time for De Colores Radio. Yo. <laughs> De, De Colores Radio. De, De Colores Radio.